welcome to the This Because podcast. I'm Katie. And I'm Zoe. And we're strategists and friends exploring the way that we live and work impacts the people and the planet around us. This podcast is an open conversation about values and ethics, sustainability and purpose, brands and business. So this week's episode has been in the making for a long time. Ever since we decided we wanted to do a podcast, this is a topic that we've had so much to say about. Yeah, it's actually probably a little ridiculous how much we talk about and send things to each other about trees. Um, And I really don't think we could have planned a better week, um, given the random viral thing that went around Instagram um, this week. Uh, it was, if you uh, can't remember what it was or didn't see it, which is highly unlikely, it was an Instagram story sticker that read, we'll plant one tree for every pet picture that you share. And four million people did it. It's so wild. Like, I saw it and felt the urge to post a picture of my dog because I'm that person that just posts loads of pictures of my dog. But then I hesitated because I was I thought, who's behind this? And then... Once I started digging, like I couldn't find any information about it. There started to be all these news articles about um, who started it or who didn't start it. No one really knew. And then I kept going, who's going to plant all those trees? It's a lot of dog pictures. Yeah, the more dog pictures you see, the more you're like, this is a lot of trees. And I think it's exactly that. It was really impossible to find out who posted it. And I felt like we were kind of being detectives. Me, you and a number of different friends that we all have um, were bringing, uh, yeah, just messaging people saying, has anyone found out um, who actually started this and who posted it? Because it was so difficult to. And I think that was a bit of the worry that so many people were sharing something. And I doubt having any clue or even inclination to look into the kind of um the facts and yeah so the more we look the less we could find and I guess then I found it even funnier every pet pet photo I saw posted because I was like this is a perfect storm it is people like sharing pet photos and people uh believe that tree planting is a shorthand for doing good Um, And so, you know, everyone could sit in their armchairs and just think, oh, that's a a bit of ethics done for the day. I've done some good because I've shared a photo of the dog sitting at my feet or on my lap. Um, But, yeah, it was impossible to find the facts and uh, track accountability. Um, So, like you said, it was pretty, uh, pretty clear that no trees were getting planted. Um, And then a few days later, um, an organization did come forward saying that they didn't expect it to go viral um they said they had only posted the sticker for around 10 minutes i think and then said they deleted it when and i quote (laughs) immediately understood the potential this post had and didn't have the resources it's a bit of a shame they didn't realize that before they the immediacy came after they posted it rather than when they had the idea um so yeah they say it was done in error there was an instagram glitch which meant um people couldn't actually trace who had done it and spoiler alert no one's planting four million trees but they have set up a fundraiser to say we can't plant the trees your your pets are cute um so if you donate here um then we will plant trees and shock less people have paid to donate than uh posted it 
Um, so what I find fascinating, I guess, is how many people blindly post their pet pictures um, with this sticker uh, with no clue who posted it. Absolutely clue, no clue if it was true or not. No clue who was planting the trees or where. And I guess that's frightening um, because it shows, I guess, how much we're all sheep. I guess if I'm feeling positive, you can say, well, it's sweet. People love their pets that live in their house. And it's sweet that people do want to do good. But um, they only want to do good if it's at such a low barrier of entry that it is doing something that they do every day anyway, just putting a sticker on it. Um, so, yeah, especially in two clicks, it can be done. It's dangerous. And yeah. So anyway, on to the episode today about actually talking about actually planting trees. Yes. You know, the one thing that I found so remarkable, and maybe it's just because of the industry that you and I work in, but I loved that but you couldn't find a brand associated with it for a while. And that's what made me suspicious. And maybe it's just because we're so familiar with people trying to make things go viral or trying to get attention. Yes. I was waiting to see the brand take credit for it and no one did. And at that stage I was like, yeah, this is batshit. (laughs) (laughs) You're waiting for the big reveal, but it never came. Exactly. And also I, so I've planted tens of thousands of trees. I think a lot about trees and tree planting and it's been a a decent chunk of my life. It's going to sound like very worthy and altruistic, but I'll give a lot more context about my relationship with trees. (laughs) When I was in university during my summers, I worked for a silviculture company, as many Canadian students do. You spend months living in a tent bush camp planting trees for commercial purposes and you get paid per tree. It's super hard. It's not very glamorous. You're permanently sunburned, covered in blisters. Anytime you try to like clean yourself off in a lake, you get leeches stuck to you and you freak out. Oh. You're like terrified that a bear is going to walk into your land and eat you or a cougar. Apparently, like they're silent and then just kill you. Um, but that's how I spent. Terrifying. <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah. That's how I spent um, a couple of my university summers in Northern Ontario and uh, on the West Coast in British Columbia. And you kind of just think about it as a job right Mm -hmm. you're like I'm planting these trees you want to think you're doing good but in reality you're doing it because it's part of commercial replanting and you the more you learn because the more you're embedded in the company and you're meeting other people who've done it for years you learn things like it takes on average 80 years for the trees that you're planting to grow to maturity and then you learn that like the contracts you're on are for companies like Kimberly Clark Mm -hmm. so in 70 years you might be using loo roll from a tree that I planted. Oh my God, what an achievement. What an <laughs> achievement. I look, forward, I look forward to that day and that loo roll, Katie. Gosh, yeah, it's something that, yeah, UK children or youth don't do at all or I haven't ever come across anyone. So is it quite popular? And um, like you say, it is a real job opportunity in Canada. So many people do it. It is if you, um, I think are into seasonal work and I think it lends itself really well if you're a student but in Canada there used to be legislation that for every tree you cut at least one needs to be replanted so it was really common because a lot of companies need planters I don't think that legislation exists anymore but I know that um, the government does a lot of different reforestation projects that require because Canada has so much space Mm -hmm. so a lot of room for clear cutting but also a lot of room for (laughs) replanting That's interesting as well, because then that was, if it was legislation, it was kind of enforced on companies to consider what resources they were using and then what resources they were replacing. Um, Whereas I guess 
uh, the, the tree planting elements that um, we're seeing now and people claiming to be replanting are much more marketing tools. Um, and so it, I guess that's a different shift. Uh, I think I'd seen a search engine that was started in Berlin. I'm not going to be able to say their name. Ecosia. Did you say it's Ecosia? Ecosia. That's Ecosia. I used to um, say Ecoasia, but there's definitely no A in that. There's no A. Ecoasia. Eco Ecosia. Yeah, Ecosia. that's definitely my dyslexia, my inability to sound out vowels and letters coming through. But basically, they use ad revenue for people's searches to plant trees. So like you would use any other search engine, if you switch to them, uh, every time you search, in theory, you are planting a tree. Uh, I think they're said to donate about 80,000, 80,000%, 80,000%, 80% of its profits to non-profit organizations that focus on reforestation. So um, uh, there's a looking just now at the counter on their homepage. And I think when I last checked, it, it was over 137 million trees that they had planted. Um, I always get a bit scared and wary of those things because it seems like such a big number and you're like, is that actually realistic? Do they verify this? But because it's their whole business model and it is integrated into every area of their organization, on their site you can actually then look further and you can see the 60 projects that they have um, in 30 different countries all kind of working to restore and protect um, biodiversity hotspots. And on their website, you can see those projects in more detail. For example, I'm looking at one now um, called Your Trees in Thailand. Um, and it seems to be a new project that basically on all of these project pages, they list different things. So when they started working there, how many trees they've planted to date. So in Thailand, in this project, it's 9,000. Um, their overall mission in that location. So here is support rubber farmers to transform their monocultures into sustainable agroforestry systems. Um, and then it also says who they're working with, uh, their planting method, the planting season, threats and challenges, and also has a list of top three species, which, again, I'm not going to read because I'm no good at Latin. Um, but I guess that kind of detail makes it feel more legitimate and more tangible and more real. Um, so why do we, I guess, need so many trees? Yeah, well, it's, I think it's so good that um, Ecosia contextualizes it for people because otherwise... It is just so transactional. Mm -hmm. Here's a tree. You've done good. Um, so trees, let's like trees come across in every single um, anything you're coming across with climate change. They are one of the most important things that people cite. And forests take carbon out of the atmosphere. So they're carbon sinks. Mm -hmm. Even building homes with wood can help whole cities become carbon sinks. So there's so many benefits to planting trees. Mm -hmm. um, but I have a wildly unpopular opinion. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say it. <laughs> I think tree planting is lazy CSR. And I think it's a very gimmicky move for brands. And it isn't that magic bullet to address climate change. Mm -hmm. Because trees alone aren't enough. Like they come to with issues. It takes, as I said before, it takes almost a century for the average tree to meet maturity. And scientists have warned that the effects of some reforestation may actually have a warming effect. And this, I'm not saying don't plant trees. I mm -hmm. think it's important to recognize that like, it's super important. We do need trees, but like planting a billion trees isn't going to solve climate change, which I think is contrary to a lot of the narratives out there. Yeah, I think that's so true. And I think I remember reading years ago about how um, 
pandas became the poster child, well, the poster animal for endangered animal fundraising, um, because it was really easy to persuade people to give cash to a kind of sweet, fluffy, black and white panda. Um, but then because all the kind of marketing and media focused was on that one animal, um, then sadly, loads of less cute animals were overlooked and unprotected. And I know that since um, other companies have done um, campaigns around like in inverted commas, ugly creatures that need saving as well. So that narrative has shifted, but it feels like the tree might be the new panda. Um, I guess <clears throat> trees are probably a bit of nature that we're happy to save and fund to make ourselves feel good um, because it isn't as like cute and sexy like the panda to fund other things. And yeah, I think we've both said this before, the marketing world in particular and new brands seem absolutely obsessed with planting trees. Um, it's like one of their key messages almost is like, okay, we want to have a sustainability strategy. Great, let's plant trees, that's done. Um, uh, so they, yeah, I think they're easy to sell. They're kind of big, green, leafy, signifiers of all things great, good and natural. Um, and yeah, they've become shorthand for brands to say to their customers we give a shit and we're doing something to save the world and like we've kind of both said before it becomes then an easy and tangible communications device but like you just said then possibly just lazy csr um because i guess yeah trees aren't they're like the plaster solution that i think we talked about a couple of weeks ago we actually need to reduce our emissions and stop trying to feel better about trashing the world by someone many most of the time, we do not know who. <laughs> so someone or someone not planting a tree um, because offsetting isn't the answer always. And although this solution is favoured across brands and governments and policymakers, it feels just super hollow um, when you see so many pledges made and people that don't have as much detail on their website about those pledges as someone like Ecosia. Um, and just like the Instagram one, we are it's obviously a very persuasive marketing message because so many, well, 4 million people did that stupid sticker without any need for them to consider whether it was actually get planted or check up whether it was planted or where their tree was planted uh, because shock it wasn't. So true. I, I always um, find it ironic when you have some of these initiatives. I think there's a credit card called mm -hmm. Tree Card. It's actually made of wood, which is really cool, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, but every time you spend money, a certain number of trees are planted. But I guess the irony in it for me is we need to reduce our consumption. And by offsetting people's guilt in a way, you're enabling people to not engage with reducing consumption or emissions. But what you're basically saying is use this card because we'll plant that guilt for you. Yes. Katie, nice line. Plant that guilt. <laughs> we'll plant that guilt for you because that is so true. That is what people are doing so much of um yeah I, I did look them up actually and they do have a good strap line though money doesn't grow on trees but it can help plant them but I think <laughs> there's so many <laughs> so people good. it's like actually are these companies just they come up with a good line and they're like oh well that that's clever so maybe we should do a whole campaign around that and um, when actually it was just a kind of flippant uh, brand line rather than necessarily a whole um strategy but as we know marketing trees is so effective yeah so so effective in fact actually earlier this week i saw um the vegan sweet brand candy kittens have just launched their advent calendar another gift in that christmas trees are you know flooding the world now um yeah and guess what it's a christmas tree that says at the bottom on the stand buy a tree 
plant a tree. Um, so again, yeah, you search through their website and, you know, there's more punny lines, all good things come in trees. Um, but yeah, so I did a bit of digging around that when I think I'd, you know, been sent it in a sponsored Instagram post or something. And you can see on their website that they have partnered um, with a UK based reforestation um, organization called Tree Sisters, who I hadn't heard of before. So I had a dig around that. But yeah, everyone is at it. And once I saw that, I started looking more as like, you know, there's watch companies, furniture companies, CBD companies, planting trees. Um, and I found a company that makes, and another line, I quote, vodka that leaves a good taste in your mouth because for every bottle sold, they claim they plant a tree. Um, and I think <laughs> <laughs> it's just quite a, I don't know, I think from my work at this, because I always said treat, um, when I was advising brands and companies how to implement um, some kind of doing good or how you could do good in your company is at least relate it to your product um, uh, rather than I think this again when we we're talking lazy CSR it's just like okay planting trees feel good so you know even though we make something totally different not from wood uh, not anything to do with the supply chain um you're just like why are you matching those two things together other than just assuming that you're doing the right thing and actually have you done the research around your own supply chain and your own thinking and your own business model that that is a realistic and useful thing to do rather than just thinking it's a thing that everyone's doing so we must yeah that also um, reminds me that there are in like the dark arts that you learn when you work so closely in the space is for some companies that are doing a buy one plant one or for some companies that are pledging to plant billions of trees they probably have loads of deforestation within their supply chain mm -hmm. you don't make that connection with their products yeah and so they're not really gonna, they're not going to voice it <laughs> exactly they're really trying to make amends for what they're doing or trying to offset what that looks like but Again, like you said, I feel like so much of this is unthoughtful given people's business models and their operating models. And if you can't make that connection, then it is something that just is so gimmicky and so transactional. And in some instances actually causes more harm than good. Yes, for sure. Actually, I think it reminds me as well of the... Um we can get into this in another episode, but the 10% uh, of our profits go to X. And we all know, <laughs> with many people, if you are in the trade, you all know that a, a company can actually fix the books in order to make sure they don't make any profits. So it might look lovely on packaging that we're planting a tree or we're giving 10% of our profits to X, but no one's looking up the trees. And also they, if you actually look at their accounts, many of those companies are not making a profit. So they're giving nothing. So true. There's actually a company um, that I think does tree planting really well, and okay. it's called Ten Trees. Okay, good name. And planting, it's not a transactional part of their brand. It's like genuinely their whole brand, mm -hmm. their name, obviously. Yeah, I was going to say it's their name, so that <laughs> makes you feel better. Yeah, so um, their brand promise is their name, and it's uh, sustainable clothing made from bio-based materials, like bamboo and everything across their supply chains independently audited mm -hmm. for every purchase you make, they plant 10 trees and you can mm -hmm. see where they've planted, what type of tree they're planting. And they also include lots of resources and guides all about how to plant trees in a responsible way that respect the local environment and ensure that the trees live <laughs> and 
that they're also contributing to the biodiversity beyond just the trees. Mm -hmm. And I think that level of transparency, if you are going to hang your brand hat on trees, um, is needed because even within like the scientific community, agroforestry community, people are so divided as to what the benefits are of planting trees within local areas, what they do in those places. Mm -hmm. Gosh, yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, trees are crazy I actually saw my mum earlier this week and um she's planting conkers and Aww. she did seem <laughs> <The> British <laughs> <laughs> totally chilled recently retired and um yeah she used to do this process for children at school because she said um when she was a teacher it was a way to help people appreciate how long it takes a tree to grow and I think you were saying that earlier in the episode that to get to maturity it's 80 years so it's again if people are planting these trees it's making people aware that it takes time for them to be useful (laughs) little saplings aren't that useful um so yeah i'm told if you do want to plant a tree um and actually you know maybe you posted a dog picture this week and no one else is planting it for you so uh you could uh (laughs) soak a conker in a container of water uh i think you have to keep the ones that sink because otherwise if they float they've dried out and then plant them in individual pots um of compost between now and the end of November so it is actually a very good time if you're in the UK to plant a tree um but we shall see um yeah I think you then just water them and place them in a sheltered spot outside and yeah I just find it it seeing her plant those just made me remind reminded me of being a child at primary school and how I, I remember it used to blow my mind when you were told and found out that if you cut a tree down and you counted the rings that's how you could see how old it was yeah mad but yeah if it takes uh, many, many years for trees to actually be useful, um, I guess then you get into the science of how big a tree needs to be or how old a tree needs to be, um, and therefore how much carbon dioxide does a tree actually absorb over its lifetime. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you can work out like the per-tree absorption rate of carbon, but trees and forests, they work as a full ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So, like, trees... As a forest, um, it's super helpful for drainage. It's habitat for wildlife. Mm -hmm. Over a lifetime of 100 years, you could absorb up to a ton of carbon. Mm -hmm. Forests themselves do so much because they act as a unit. I'm going to – I always get these references wrong. But there's a celebrity Mm -hmm. who um, has a documentary, and I think it's called Walking with Trees, but it's on how trees communicate with each other. Oh, wow. And they're so, like, interconnected. And as they function as their own unit, um, mm. it's, I will put it in our show notes when yeah, my memory yeah. comes back to me. Oh, and how they talk and shift and move to each other and where they grow and how they grow within a yeah. forest. Exactly. Um, but they are yeah. a huge part of a system. And I think the more we take trees on an individual basis, the less we're thinking collectively about how much we need the forest, let alone, like, the individual trees. Uh, yeah, that's so true because I think a lot of those projects that I mentioned earlier on Ecosia, they are whole projects that are planting in a place. And it was talking a lot when I was researching about it, about moving things from monocultures to biodiverse cultures and having many different species and how they need to work all together. Um, and I know some of the other brands I'd seen had tree trackers. And yeah, occasionally some brands have tree trackers and it's like one lone tree somewhere quite, you know, centrally to a town or something and then in other ways it's actually on projects that are um reforesting rather than just one tree that's Mm. cool 
the individual, think, the lone tree versus the forest. Yeah. Debate. I think that we haven't talked much about this today, but it's probably the most like obvious thing. Mm-hmm. The issue is cutting trees down. Yeah. So by yes, cutting trees true. down, <laughs> that's the really, issue. Yeah. I think you really love the CO2. It means that the flood risk is higher. It kills local habitat. Um, yes, we need to plant trees. Um, we desperately need trees. We also need to preserve them and not mm-hmm. cut them down. Yeah. And not actually have the need for so many, need to cut down so many trees. Because I think you're exactly right as well. It's like the maths equation as well that says, okay, great. I've bought an advent calendar this year. And for every one they I have that I buy, I should buy that one because then I plant a tree. But again, this is hard to say, but yeah, that advent calendar is made from paper and it's actually, this is a small element that will have um, some deforestation, but for other things, it's like, okay, companies that are claiming they're planting one tree, how many are they cutting down? And it's not going to be balanced the way we want it to be balanced. They will be cutting down far more than they are growing. Yeah. Terrifying. So yeah, less cutting down trees and more change supply chain, more change supply chains rather than offsetting and probably fewer fake promises is what we need, not like another marketing plan saying, okay, you buy one of these, we'll plant one of these. That's our request, I guess. Well, we can thank everyone for joining us today and say that for every listen, we will plant a tree. <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> we won't be planting any. I might go and I might grow a conquer, um, but I'm not doing it for every listen. <laughs> so yeah, as always, um, we will share links to everything we discussed today in the show notes below and we will see you soon.